Recorded at the Running Edge Studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Sunday Sermon on the Venture Tabernacle podcast. If you missed it, last week in our episode, we learned about the time that Jesus cast out a group of demons named Legion. It was one of the most definitive displays of power that Jesus did during his earthly ministry. And this week, we're going to see Jesus cross the Sea of Galilee again and perform a miracle just through the power of his very existence. And we're going to talk about healing and faith today. So let's get started. Our text is going to be from Mark chapter 5, verse 21 through 34. I'll read it to you. It says, And when Jesus had crossed again in the boat to the other side, a great crowd gathered about him, and he was beside the sea. Then came one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name, and seeing him, he fell at his feet and implored him earnestly, saying, My little daughter is at the point of death. Come and lay your hands on her so that she may be made well and live. And he went with him, and a great crowd followed him and thronged about him. And there was a woman who had had a discharge of blood for twelve years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better but rather grew worse. She had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. And Jesus, perceiving himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Now, you know, Up to this point in Mark, we have seen the power of Jesus in very tangible ways. He clearly has power over disease as he's healed many people up to this point, including the man with the withered hand who he restored completely. He's power over nature as we saw when he calmed the storm. He has power over demons as we just saw him cast out an entire host of demons out of a man. And in this story, we see again his power over disease. And next week, we'll see it taken a step further as he demonstrates his power over even death. He is the most powerful man who has ever lived because he is the Son of God. But as much power as he had, he had just as much pity and compassion for those who were around him. 
And in the first few verses we just read, we see a man asking for his daughter to be healed, begging the Lord, and we are going to hear all about that miraculous story next week. But for today, we're going to focus in on the second half of our passage and the interaction between Jesus and the bleeding woman. The woman described here has been bleeding for 12 years, it says, and there's a lot of different conditions that people suggest that this could have been, but that's really not the point here about what the disease was. The effects of the disease are what is emphasized in our text today. This woman had suffered so much for so long. She had been to all the doctors and spent all the money she had, and her symptoms had only gotten worse. And something important to know about the Jewish law is that a woman who had been bleeding, i.e. a woman on her period, was considered ceremonially unclean for seven whole days. And after that, she could resume her normal life and resume temple worship. But this woman had been ceremonially unclean for 12 long years. And this would have caused her to be excluded completely from temple worship. How would you like it if I told you that you can't come back to church for the next 12 years because of condition that you have? Now, some of you might rejoice and say, I'm off the hook, but I think that a lot of you would be hurt. And we know that she was. Her uncleanness would exclude her also, not just from temple worship, but also with fellowship with others. She couldn't be touched because if you touched her, you too would become ceremonially unclean. And you would have to go through a process to become clean again with a priest. So you can imagine nobody even wants to touch you for 12 long years. What kind of damage that would do to your psychological condition. And this woman is in a desperate place in need of healing that only Jesus could offer. She had tried everything the world had to offer and it had left her lacking and wanting more. I'll tell you, the world is full of fun things and it's full of exciting things and things that make you feel like you belong and that are fancy and offer so much and people offer so much, but it will always leave you lacking. Let me ask you, do you think that billionaires and celebrities and powerful politicians are satisfied with what they have? Well, the honest truth is, more often than not, they're not even happy with where they're at in life. They have all the things that people like you and I maybe strive towards, but they have not been satisfied by what the world has to offer. And that is because, just like the woman demonstrates, there is a God-shaped hole in every person who has ever walked to the earth. And that hole can only be completely filled with God. No amount of money, no amount of power or fame or success can fill the God-shaped hole. Only the Lord Jesus Christ can do that. And you can try everything in the book, or you can trust God that he has a plan for your life, and that plan is better than anything you could imagine. You see, the very power of the existence of Jesus was enough to heal this woman and to satisfy her craving and her needs. And it was her faith that is what made her well. Her faith in that power of Jesus made her well. She said, if I can just touch the garment of Jesus, I'll be made well. Let me ask you this. Consider 
Do you have faith in the power of Jesus like this woman demonstrated? That you believe if you could simply come into the presence of the Lord that your life would be changed? The scriptures say that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And that no person comes to God except through a relationship with Jesus. The woman in this story is but one of many examples, dozens of examples of God's power demonstrated in Jesus. And the question is, how will you respond to the knowledge of this power? How will you respond? Last week, when we saw Jesus heal the demon-possessed man, the man worshipped Jesus because of the power that he saw within him. But the villagers chased Jesus away and rejected him because of that same power. Let me tell you, if you have rejected Jesus up to this point in your life, there is still hope as long as you're breathing. And there's no better time than now to get right with God. The woman in our story understood that faith in Jesus is the only thing that can cleanse us, the only thing that can heal us, and the only thing that can satisfy Do you believe the same? And that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle podcast and the Sunday sermon where we've been going through the gospel according to Mark, verse by verse and story by story. We hope to see you next week. Tune in for the episode where we see Jesus heal someone and raise them from the dead. Yes, that's right, folks. You heard me right. Jesus doesn't just have power over sickness, over demons, over nature. He also has power over life and death. Tune in next week to hear all about it.